The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. There's something of a directorial theme uh, to the show uh, at the moment because we were talking to John Fardy about Martin Scorsese a few moments ago and it gives me great, great pleasure to welcome to the show now the latest recipient of Wicklow County Council's Lifetime Achievement Award, John Borman. John, you're very welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, thank you. A bit exhausted from yesterday, I must say. I mean, you, as someone who has made Wicklow their home for, what, nigh on 50 years, you must be delighted. <laughs> I don't know, it's a, a, a big wrench to, me, to leave away, but I have to do it. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the, the house, as people will know, is, is up on the market. Um, you'll miss Wicklow when you're gone, won't you? Um, well, yes, I, I mean, the reason I put my house on the market was because I... I was running out of money, and uh, and I didn't expect to live this long. You know, uh, <laughs> I was I was, ha- I was happily earning my living uh, up to my eightieth birthday, eighty-first birthday. But in the years since, seven, eight, seven or eight years since, I haven't earned any money, and I've been spending it like water. So, <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something, and my my main asset was uh, my house and land, sixty four acres of, of beautiful Wicklow land, where on which I had I sown a, a, a woodland, and uh, I leave that behind me. I'm not charging anybody for that, uh, and have a full. They inherit a lovely woodland, which uh, Wicker County can do with. The more planting, the better. How did you remind us, John, how you ended up in Wicklow in the first place? Well, it was partly accidental. Um, I was doing my post-production on my film Leo the Last with Marcello Mastriani. And everything in London was filled up post-production houses. So we went to Ardmore to do it. And um, so uh, having arrived here for the summer of 69, um, it was a beautiful summer. And my wife and I fell deeply in love with Wicklow, the mountains and and the the loch. Lagalore, it's Lake Lockay, and and Lockdown, and I uh, and the people who inhabited them. So that was. We then thought about buying a house or buying a cottage for holidays. We started to look around them. One Sunday evening, afternoon, uh, I was shown this house, which was a, a Church of Ireland rectory. And but it was much. It was being auctioned the following morning, and there was no time to get any kind of a, uh, survey or just discover. I never saw the inside of it, and I happened to be in Dublin the next morning, and uh, I walked past the auctioneers, and there was a picture of it in the window, and I wandered in out of uh, curiosity, really, and. Um, I had this strange out-of-body experience where I was 
hovering in the ceiling, watching the lot, the auction below, and two people seem to be bidding for it, and one of them surprised seemed to be me. <laughs> and, and I was then I was down there, and people were congratulating me, and uh, <laughs> I've just bought a house. What am I going to tell my wife? <laughs> how did she react when she saw? Well, how anyway, did you that, react? You, you, how, as how you said, you hadn't even seen the inside you, of the house. Sorry, you hadn't even seen the inside of the house. How did you react? Well, I, I, I thought that uh, what are we going to do with it? So, uh, like, I, I, the only thing I could do, think, could do with a, a big house like that was to live in it. So we moved in and put in radiators and things and bought a, built an extension at the back and that became our home and Wicklow became the, my ch- four children's children's home. That made, they fell in, fell in love with it too. And uh, I planted trees and and uh, got rooted t- Wicklow. T- t- tell me more, John, about that tree planting and the amount you planted and why? Why embark on this huge project of tree planting? Because I'm um, a fool, really. (laughs) Uh, And I'm addicted to uh, planting trees and and, uh, I I just love to plant them. And and of course, you know, the best time to plant a tree is yesterday or last year, you know. Jim Sheridan is with us uh, as well, uh, if you can believe it. I mean, what a stellar lineup we have. Uh, uh, Jim, you won't embarrass John because he can't hear you for the next few seconds, but I know you want to pay tribute to him. Yeah, sure. I paid a little bit of tribute to him last night. Um, I love John. He was the godfather of Irish cinema. He really kick-started the whole industry. Um not only did he do that by like giving encouragement to me and Neil Jordan and then actors Gabriel Bourne, Neeson, Ben McLeeson, you know, he actually went into the government and got PJ Mara and Charlie Hahi to, you know, kind of kickstart the film board and the whole industry, you know? Yeah, I mean, nobody could accuse him of... of, of being some sort of absentee landlord, you know, having a nice pile in Wicklow and just dipping in and out of the place. He became completely immersed in the community there and, as you say, in the industry in Ireland. He did, and he had a lot of great parties. I remember <laughs> going there. We'll drop a few names now. But oh, go for it. I remember going there with Mick Jagger and Marianne Faithful, and I can't remember who else. I, I know... Anita Pallenberg and Marianne Faithful were staying there. And I think John heard them rumbling around in the in the coal shed, collecting coal for the fire in the little cottage. <laughs> so just imagine like the two, you know, ultra uh, out there women of the sixties are in your in your cottage like you know, born in coal, you know. Beyond, when I asked John kind of about, you know, leaving Ireland, his legacy in his mind is is all of the tree planting. What is his legacy in your mind? 
God, you know, for me, he was like, that's what I've said there about him being the godfather of Irish cinema, but he was also a kind of fearless warrior, you know, like you knew that he was a tough man on so many levels, you know, that he wouldn't put up with crap. And I remember like he came back from the Emerald Forest and he described, you know, going down to Wicklow and going down to the river, which is only like 50 yards from his house and jumping in. So I went down there to one of the parties and said, well, what's it like in the river? And he's like, oh, come. So we went and jumped in and there's still some video of that. But it was freezing is all I can tell you. And uh, <laughs> you'd need to be a brave soul. And there was the soldiers hole up the road and Wicklow that soldiers used to swim in and John's. And like I followed him down there. I lived in Glendalough with Fran for a good few years. And then Daniel Day-Lewis followed me and you know, somewhere in the middle of all that, Paul McGuinness came down and, you know, it was, um, I suppose, a bolt hole for anybody who made a few bob in the film industry, you know. But John was the magnet, you know. He, yeah. was, the, he was the main man. Well, uh, they'll miss him in Wicklow and I know John will miss Wicklow as well. Jim, listen, a lovely tribute and thanks a million for taking the time to chat to us. Uh, Jim Sheridan and John Borman. I mean, it's like the number 10 bus. Two come along at once. Two greats uh, of Irish cinema. Two, uh, two great directors uh, with us here on The Hard Shoulder. Thank you both uh, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.